The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Hey, welcome back to Miracles in Recovery. We are live again this week. Last week we had the weekend off because of Memorial Day, and I kind of missed it. I was there was something missing around eight o'clock on Monday night. Yeah, there really was. And I knew exactly what it was, but I didn't. I didn't even listen to the replay. You know what I mean? Because I was sad because yeah, we weren't on the air. We weren't actually talking. So, have you ultimately found a house yet, Ellen? I have not. We are still homeless. So, we are still looking for property in Fort Pierce <laughs> and Mark Port St. Lucie, Florida. Florida. So, I, you know, speaking of speaking of property and Fort Pierce and Port St. Lucie, man, we've been getting some serious weather here, haven't we? We really have. I'm over it. Yeah. Well, you know something? I think that being in recovery today, I accept the weather more so than I mean when I was out there running around I mean I accepted that because I was I felt like a second class citizen and I deserved being wet all the time but um, I think I was down more during the day and I don't necessarily know if my lows get as low when it's a rainy day that's awesome I think about all the homeless people you know right. who really truly have nowhere to go and there are a lot of them in this area because of the normally good weather and, right. you know, I, I am acquainted with several, and, and I know their situation is kind of dire right now. So we do need the rain, too. No, yeah. I mean, it's well, a gift. I'm, we don't need the rain for the grass. I mean, the grass grows like weeds here anyway, though, without having <laughs> well, to get out there and cut indeed, it every day. Well, mine was in need, but I day. think, you know, we, we're going to have it the rest of the week, so. Good, good. Okay, well, this week's guest we have on Dr. Tom Rohr. He is a life performance coach and psychotherapist who has been in private practice in Walnut Creek, California since 1979. Dr. Tom has also worked primarily in addiction treatment since 1973, and he is the executive director of the Addiction Recovery Graduate Programs. Their goal is to help people who are in recovery to expand their resources and build their momentum. He has a couple of websites and stuff like that, but we will mention them when we bring him in. Dr. Rohr is also the author of the book, Thriving Beyond Addiction, A Complete User-Friendly Guide, A Primer for Recovering from Addiction. It is a step-by-step guide that explains it all. That actually can be purchased on Amazon. I actually have one in front of me. Ellen was thumbing through it. Dr. Rohr was nice enough to send me one before the show. Welcome, Dr. Rohr. How are you? How are you? Fantastic, fantastic. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Lafayette, California, where I live. Beautiful Lafayette, California. It's gorgeous. 
<laughs> I'm sure it is. So we um, right at the top, right up at the top. Let's talk about the addiction recovery graduate program. That kind of that kind of piqued my interest as soon as I I saw it. Can you explain that a little bit as to what it is that you do there? Yeah, we focus on on seminars and uh, coaching groups to help people that are already in at least have a minimum of a few months clean and sober. We're not working with, it isn't primary care. It's, you know, more commonly probably called aftercare. I don't really like that term because it's not after anything. It's about your whole life. Teaching people the tools and strategies that really will make a difference. And so um, we integrate um, traditional uh, recovery things, and of course, including programs like 12-step and rational recovery and those kind of programs as part of it, but and then bring in uh, knowledge and tools from um, things like positive psychology, which is a wonderful match for 12-step, and uh, neurolinguistic programming, and we started to use some work coming out of what uh, I mentioned earlier, brain spotting, which is a very new and most people's point of view, it's been around about 12 years. And you can actually, there's a David Grand, G-R-A-N-D, has a, who's a developer of it, has a, a, least a couple of videos on YouTube mm-hmm. and, uh, and other things. So, um, yeah, brain spotting is a very cutting edge, uh, really simple but exceptionally powerful tool. And one of the things I um, do when I do... Uh, programs is use the um, it's called a resource spot and that is a spot which which for whomever that it's different for everybody you know find a calm place which of course is one of the major issues when it comes to recovery because mm-hmm. stress is a major factor in relapse so, so being able to have calm wired in is really helpful so let me ask you a question. With with this uh, addiction recovery graduate program, I've, I have on on many shows before, or even in even in the you know the common recovery uh, um, atmosphere, I, I I take I take um um I, I I have a problem with people who go to a recovery facility and they don't leave and they become the techs and they become the voice and they become the ones that are showing the mm. kid, the new kids in the door uh, the way to go and they're given they're given a stained message because there's no there's no basis there's no base to that message would this be something that would help an individual on and after a 20 day 28 day program more so than sure. just progressing that's through that's the, that's the main target group of people who've already gone through a program that's kind of right. the name graduate program. People have graduated from a program. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> my wife works at uh, the psychologist at uh, Walnut Creek Kaiser. And we were talking some many months ago and kind of kept saying, do you think we'll keep going asking her, well, I'm done with this program, now what do I do? Just go to one more meeting? Well, what else is there? And so we're starting to do <laughs> local groups. I'm actually uh, doing also a meetup group, which will probably call viral, uh, is that the right term? Go on the web. And then yeah, yeah. by hopefully by the first of the year, we'll be doing programs online. So, oh, nice. So uh, uh, an in- interactive program, or is it like, almost like a, like a, so like yeah. a video, like a kind video of, class? Yeah. We're just going to see what, you know, kind of what the response is. And there may be some things that are just, you know, Call and listen. Other ones that are inter- interactive. 
and again, based on the coaching model, because the coaching model is a health model. Psychotherapy is a sick model, right? And uh, I'm, I'm not a believer, and I think everybody's a lot more well than they realize they are. Right. Um, and so, you know, how do you get the education to support the tools that will help people get back on track, get, get connected, which is a, such a major thread of life, you know, being connected to yourself, your feelings, yourself, all the way to other people, through to, you know, spiritually, um, that is like the most important thread there is in life. Mm-hmm. And how bring somebody into that and you know I'm, I'm speaking now from personal experience my both my children are addicts and I find that they tend to isolate when they're mm-hmm. not using how do you how mm-hmm. do you coach somebody along you know back into life in a, in a world where a lot of people can use and you know not become addicted you know how do, how do you function especially as a young person how, how do you guys handle that well, you know, it's going to be different for everybody. Literally, everyone's going to have to take a different individualized approach. But there's a lot more people out there that are who want to be clean and sober than, uh, than I think. It's, it's really easy to kind of get caught up and think that everybody's out using. Well, a lot are, for sure. But there's a lot of good people um, that either are because they're into, into, into sports or other disciplines, they just... They know they can't use and be functional. So um, as far as isolating, anything that takes connecting to motivation, it's about helping people, again, connect to what do they really want. And that kind of leads into one of my, one of my um, concepts that I've been really developing. It's called your heart trigger. Those of us old enough to remember the term of in your heart of hearts, Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. You really connect to what you really want. What is that? And most right. people, addiction is so much about disconnect and um, and 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 numbing and uh, you know having your brain be stimulated, not paying attention to what we really want and who we really are. That we get so disconnected from that. And that's people. Are, people are motivated. Are connected to who they are and what they want. And it may be a Negative motivator, like uh, the great uh, wide receiver Jerry Rice spent his whole career not wanting to be last and not wanting to fail. Right, right, right. exactly. exactly. Um, so it could be that positive or negative motivator, but whatever it is, uh-huh. you want to get connected to it. So you get up in the morning and you think, I can't believe I get to spend my day doing this. I can't believe I'm that blessed that you know, this is my life. No, exactly. You know, and I, I can, I can, I can kind of relate to that because when I was homeless, helpless, and loveless, um, there was nothing to look forward to um, except the next chase, the next get, and that really is what got old quicker than me staying out there. You know, I mean, uh, it was, a, it was a, a bunch of different things that you know that all you know came together at the same time, but. Chasing after the same thing day in, day out, in the same socks and underwear really, really kind of got old quick. And, um, you know, once I got clean, the discipline that I had that was instilled in me when I was younger was able to take over and be able to accept and, and invite what was in front of me. But in today's market, I don't necessarily know if... You know, like you said, like, you know, like if somebody has sports discipline or somebody, people, people look at the 12 steps today and they go like, 
is that why I got clean? Is that all that I got clean for? And they don't look mm-hmm. at the real picture of, of what it is. So how does a person find that yeah. hot trigger or how does people, how do people stay with that positivity or even that negative motivation? How do, how do people do that? Well, um, I think you keep, I think one of the most powerful things out of the Bible is the concept of asking or shall receive. It's how the universe works. And you just keep asking yourself, you know, what, do I, what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? And, and keep listening, which is the more important part, probably. And so, yeah. and then you find out things like, you know, explore. There's some wonderful videos on YouTube on positive psychology, particularly a woman named Barbara Fredrickson. And, um, and, and you watch those and you use some of the concepts and you try them out and, and you move past your own boundaries that say, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not... Um, I love the Henry Ford quote, which is, whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, no, that's true. So yeah, it just it made me think of that... Like, uh, that that's sad- the reality. Yeah, no, it's true. It just made me think of that uh, Saturday Night Live skit there with Stuart Smalley. You're perfect. Yeah. You're beautiful. Yeah, and he's looking <laughs> in the mirror. But that, but that's true. That's what, that's what we need. We need positive uh, internal... Um, Dialogue. Reinforcements as well. And and when we yeah. come in broken, it's tough to find in ourselves, you know. So I think that having people out there with this, for lack of a better word, technology, even if it's just verbal or it's not it's not a gimmick that somebody can hold in their hand, it's factual factual conversation <laughs> that give them that much more of a up than the person that comes in and just reads out of a twelve step book. Yeah, because yeah. they're only getting they're That's only getting why, their own they're only getting their own interpretation of what those words mean. Yeah, That's, of course, one of the most powerful aspects of how a twelve step program works is because you have people that can they're demonstrating it. I'm just saying, you know, you got a problem and you better straighten out. They're saying this is what I did, and hopefully right. they're good enough a role model. And then everybody is, of course, unfortunately, but hmm. there's enough really quality role models. Um, and one of the one of the great concepts that that um, you don't hear much of, in fact, has gotten gotten to be warped. Hollywood is warped to the concept of serendipity. And the Persian story that came from had to do with the fact that how you look at things and how you respond to the most biggest problems in your life make all the difference in the world. Right. And I can't I I you know, remember who Joe McHugh was um, mm. of the guy that basically instigated all the step study groups and stuff in step program. And, oh, okay. um, and he, um, I was listening to a tape a while back and he was telling the story about getting back from London and he said he, he was flown around, um, flown to London, put up, and, put up in room and board and chauffeured around London and shown the sites for a week for free. And he was a keynote speaker that year at the uh, uh, International Congress or Conference in Mm. London. He said, before I I became a drunk, nobody wanted to know what I had to say. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody would have flown him around the world either. He was. He he became, he and Charlie P were superstars in the 12-step circuit during their Mm -hmm. time. You know, and that's serendipity. Yeah, no, that's that's very true. You know, something you said before... uh, um, 
Something you said while you were talking, it reminded me of something that my my dad told me when I was a kid. He said, a smart man learns from his mistake, but a wise man learns from others. Yeah. And like you said, like yeah. when somebody comes in and they're, they're looking for a group interpretation of what it is that they're dealing with in life. Um, I remember coming in and there was a lot of times that I was not wise because I did not take somebody else's <laughs> suggestion or I didn't take their life experience as it maybe was, you know, related to me. And I had to go back out there and experience a little bit more uh, pain and suffering. But ultimately, when I came back in, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm on occasion smart, I'm on occasion wise. But, you know, even today when I sit around and try to reason with my addictive brain um i don't always win i'm not saying that i use but i don't always win i can find myself uh feeding into negativity feeding into someone else's misery you know the difference is now you're aware of it oh yeah that awareness and you know being able to stop yourself is where the the you know your program has really helped you but i still feed into it well, yeah, you're human. You know, yeah. But I, it's easy must, to do for anybody, no matter how much oh, you yeah. know. And yeah, yeah. One it of, really, one of the it really is. A lot is the reminders. And, you know, that's what a, what a AA chip is, basically. It's one of the many forms. Yeah. The ones I, the ones I like are the ones you can't, you can't not see, which are things like red lights. You know, you have a red traffic light. What does it mean? Right. You get caught by a traffic light or red brake lights. You, you slow down at least, if not stop, and you tend to pay a little bit more attention. Well, what a great no, reminder true. for a self-awareness check. Well, I just, need to, I just need to cut you off here because we're getting ready to go sure. to a break. I just want to say phone lines are open. Call in and share your experience, strength, and hope. Dial 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Let your voice be heard. Everything you've ever dreamed of is on the other side of the fear you feel. Call in. We can help. We'll be back in a moment. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandrabali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Sometimes it just seems that nobody understands. There's one individual who can help. If you're living with somebody who faces challenges such as autism, Asperger's, or other exceptional needs, you'll want to tune into Solutions and Strategies with Dr. Sean. Living the Challenge. Together, we'll uncover a variety of solutions to the challenges faced by individuals, their families, and teachers. Listen live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. I just heard a buzzing in my ear. Welcome back. Uh, We are with Dr. Tom Rohr, and we are going to speak to him real quick about all his websites and how we can get in touch with him. If you cannot write it down fast enough, you can go to my Facebook page or the Miracles and Recovery Facebook page, and we will list all of them there for you. But Dr. Tom, if you would, can you can you let people know where they can get in touch with your book and how they can get in touch with you sure. about the Addiction Recovery Graduate Program? Sure. My personal website is just my name, Tom Rohr, R-O-H-R-E-R.com. The book can be purchased on Amazon. You can also have find information out about it on the name of the book, Thriving, with that T-H, thrivingbeyondaddiction.com. And the um, graduate program website is just a graduate recovery. Like you graduated from a recovery program already, mm-hmm. now you're going to go to grad school, so to speak. Awesome. And how can people and, get in uh, touch with you if they need to call you? Um, do you have an 800 number or do you have anything? Sure. My, my office number is 925 595 6433. And I do do uh, phone consultation. I don't, th- I don't do therapy. I do coaching model on the phone and, okay. uh, and potentially Skype also. Awesome. Awesome. You, so you, you use Skype for counseling as well or coaching? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good tool. It, it's we're, a very we're, good actually, tool. we're actually using Skype yeah. right now to do this. So it's a very good tool. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So Ellen's going to read something right now. Yeah. If, if you or your organization would like to be a featured guest on the show, please send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. We'll send you an information packet on how to schedule a time for you to be on the show for the full hour so that we can focus on what you have to bring to the recovery community. 
You know, so we also, something that you said in the first segment, doctor, about uh, brain spotting, the question that I have is how does a person deal with their unresolved issues and trauma? And I know that was one of the things you were speaking about with uh, brain spotting. So if you could go into that a little bit, um, I'm sure the audience would appreciate it. Well, the the reality is most people don't deal with it. And that it's it's such a common thing, I think, that people, and I'm talking about just like... Big T trauma, which is like post-traumatic stress disorder, but people have lots of traumatic events that happen, and it would be psychologically called acute stress disorder, whatever. It's an event, it's a situation which causes them distress. And um, I've actually been doing uh, pretty early on with the uh, EMDR, and um, last year, Fani decided to explore the brain spotting and... uh, have found to be as effective, if not more effective. It's my point of view, much simpler, very much straight, much more straightforward. And um, and the answer to the question is a lot easier than people think that it is. Um, the actual process is um, can uh, there's a protocol, but it's basically connecting with whatever the issue is, becoming emotionally connected to it. And you're basically, the therapist is there with them, which is kind of half of the process, and just being with them. Um, there's a concept in Christianity called witnessing, and I feel like this is a, kind of a similar parallel idea. You're just with that person, and that person is, is, has been helped to find a specific spot that matches where it is and the issue is in their brain. It's a very brain-based uh, process. And they sit there and they look at that as simple and simplistic as that sounds. And anywhere from typically, my experience, about 30 to 40 minutes later, that either has come down in intensity dramatically or often is down to a 0 to 10, 10 being the most intense. Even, even tra- traumatic events, which are typically 7 or above, come down mm-hmm. to 2, 3, 0 in literally within an hour. Well, now, I'm, I'm trying to understand, are you actually having them focus on a spot and look at it yes, what they use while it, they're use discussing a, the, whatever the trauma was? Not discussing it. There's no discussing. It's just their internal process. Oh, so, well, do you have the person sit and think about it? You have a person I mean, sit and experience it, feel it. They uh, even ideally re-experience that issue which is to be re-traumatizing them if they weren't processing it. So the issue in, may go up in intensity very much like it does with EMDR also. Any cognitive restructuring process, you, you have to feel it. It's not going to work if you don't feel it. But then they only look as a, basically a pointer. Now, you can use the finger and the other thing, but basically there's a spot which they've been, have, they've been helped to identify with a therapist that's trained in this. Um, to find that spot, and they sit and they literally just stare in that eye fixation on that spot. <laughs> and they do it all internal. And, and does, is there a to. specific period of time that you do this, or you know, is um, it up to the person? I'm, I'm, I'm still having a little bit of trouble there's, understanding. There's a, there's a, well, it's it did done in an hour to an hour and a half session with the therapist, and there's a, and then there's, there's a potentially one session. Or longer, more and more than that potentially of uh, history taking and such. So there's preparation. But once the session mm-hmm. comes, which is commonly the second session, could be the third session, 
basically you're just getting clear what the target is, clear what the, the brain spot, as it's called, is, which is visually in front of them. And that okay. represents where it is in their brain. Um, I encourage anybody to go on. There's also, by the way, really wonderful, um, the, the ESPN series um, uh, called uh, 3430. There is an <laughs> yes. actual clip on when David worked with a guy, um, a catcher with the New York Mets, um, uh, McKay Salsa, Saisier, something like that. Um, okay. And uh, and he had the yips, and he kept throwing the ball back, he had to cock it, and within three years he was out of baseball. Well, he'd been out of baseball for a while. This was in the 90s. David worked with him a few years ago, and this is a clip on that, and it's gone. A few hours huh, one really? day, and then it was gone. So it's used well, for performance, it's used for anxiety. It can be used literally for almost anything, actually. Do you, yes. if you have multiple types of trauma in your background, do you do them one at a time, or, or does one session handle everything? Not likely one session is going to happen. There's a, there's a focal point, um, a, an issue you start with, that may well network other things. And that may come up, uh-huh. but what you're talking about probably is complex trauma. And you start talking about complex trauma, and you're talking about probably at least three or four or five, could be 10 or 20 sessions, and one of David's books, by the way, which one is called Brain Spotting, and the second one is called Your, uh, Your Brain on Sports. Um, he talks about working with a young man for about like a year, and for, for him working for a year, that's a lot of... A lot of work. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of like sessions, that. a lot of uh, different traumas and such. Because my experience has been most people can get to a trauma in one session. So between yeah, so between be sessions, what do you how do you keep an individual um, do you, are they supposed to just after the session forget what they went through or are they supposed to keep this alive until the I next remember it. so no, that, you remember it. It's just the intensity isn't there anymore. Remember exactly okay. what happened. It's yeah. just, you know, stuff happens versus, God, you know, my, oh, my God. You know, it's just driving right. me nuts. Well, it doesn't drive me nuts anymore. We had, a, uh, we had a gentleman on a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about um, sound waves he, he or something, something like that. Sound it's, and it's, almost, it's almost the same. I mean, I really don't fully understand it, but he was talking about doing it with sound and, you know, EMDR and stuff like that and brain spotting. I guess, I guess there's, a, there's a science to that. I just don't ultimately... Really good. Uh, this new study's coming out all the time. One of the pieces mm-hmm. they didn't talk about that is there that... Although my experience has been having forgot to do it numerous times, we do use the same technology that EMDR uses, which is uh, cross-hemisphere stimulation. Uh, David has developed some really wonderful music and environmental sounds, which go back and forth through one ear, so it's an audio version of that. That it's sounds very a lot nice like what he was talking it. about. Love it, but mm-hmm. frankly, um, it's, it, it doesn't seem even necessary. I've done three sessions in the last few months, so I forgot to put it on. In, the, in a training I did a while back, the trainer forgot to do it one time, and it worked perfectly well. So um, I, I don't know what to say about that, except that I, six months ago or two a year ago, I would have said, no, you know, you've got to be doing cross-hemisphere stimulation, but... You don't necessarily have to, I guess. Well, now, I is this something not, that I, um, a, a person newly in recovery should should think about doing, or do you need to wait 
a little while before dealing with some well, of this you know, emotional that's stuff. The traditional point of view is you should wait, but the problem is that many people never make it to two years for uh, yeah, their disability. The, the research is research that came has come out of cognitive restructuring therapy, which the military has used, and veterans have used, and, and my, no one uses the Kaiser. Um, is uh, is that's not the case? If a person has enough stability, you know, uh, uh, support, um, and as the reality is they know they keep relapsing around those issues, it becomes kind of a moot point about whether you should wait to do it. Right. Because you never make it that far. This person keeps keep relapsing. And I can tell you there's enough. I remember back even years ago when I was doing using the MDR, primarily people would say, oh, my God, I didn't realize what, I, what happened to me was what is called molest. And I forgot that I started using, you know, two days after that happened. Wow. Not uncommon. <clears throat> so uh, the answer to the question is it depends on the individual. If they are uh, actively un- in- unstable, no, definitely you want to wait. But if they are reasonably stable, because um, the process, if it works, can happen so quickly that there's not really time to get all wigged out and go in and relapse. Because if within luck, you're going to be neutralizing that one trauma. Now, again, I'm not trying to say it always works that well and whatever. No, it doesn't. But um, I've been using it in a couple of treatment centers this year, and I've not seen one person so far. There are some people that felt that it was too much to do. They felt like it was just too intense, and we, you know... Got, found a calm spot and, and just let them um, stop the process and let them come back when they're ready. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, they're in, a, they're in a treatment center. They're living in there, so that I felt comfortable doing that. But that's, it's just got to be individualized. So let me ask you a question, Doc. With, with this new technology, I got clean in 1989. So, I mean, there was no, there was no, I was nowhere near this technology when I got clean. Um, do you have a lot of old time people in recovery reaching out to you for assistance with this as well? Or is this something that is really just brought on to the newer generation of people that are coming up into recovery? I don't mean newer generation, younger people. I mean the people right. who are getting clean now or are people out there with time coming back and trying to um, trying this stuff as well. Well, I would say uh, I think I'm I think I'm biased because I do work in a primary care treatment center. So the vast majority of people I'm working with are early recovering people. Mm-hmm. But yes, I definitely do have people that that, that uh, when they find out about it, and contact me and and want to come in and do it. Um, the, one of the problems is, in my opinion, is that once people get some stability, they have a tendency to lull into, "Well, I'm doing okay." Mm-hmm. Well, you know how. How okay are you really doing? I mean, if you if you are doing that, great, fabulous. But right. if the person knows down well, they have issues. They they are undermining their their happiness in their life. Because at some point, most people can stay sober. I mean, once you get five, ten years, I mean, at some point you're, you're pretty sure you're going to stay sober if you keep you know going to the meetings and whatever kinds of stuff. Which you keep going. Yeah, but doing. but, the, but you, you never know. You never know when that. 
trigger is going to pop and you you know like a PTSD sure. type thing you never know when it's all of a sudden all just going to come back out and geez how did I end up two <clears throat> days later on a drink absolutely now the thing is that if they people have had five or ten years usually have faced those things so they know to immediately call the sponsor and those things work and and of course we don't know people that um, my first sponsor was relapsed for five years and it, it definitely shocked him uh, and he stayed sober until he passed and um, so um, there's just no one answer I guess you know kind of is the point and in fact one right. of the things that David Grand just harps on and that is that as a therapist, you don't know much of anything when it comes to this person. You just That's take true. their That's lead true. and see what happens and individualize mm-hmm. everything. I mean, literally from one moment to the next as you're working with somebody, you're individualizing that for them at that moment. No, that's true. I guess so, you're dealing with what's, what's right there in front of you at that point, yeah. Because that's the here and now reality mm-hmm. versus a concept which is, oh, I know what's going on. You're a borderline personality. I know how to work with you. Mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess that I guess that doesn't do the do the situation any justice, right? <laughs> That's kind of a, ni- a nasty diagnosis. <laughs> yeah, too. Useful at any level. <laughs> yeah, we're all giggling. We probably all are. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, well, I hear a lot of uh, addict parents saying their children were diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, and that's. Yeah, kind of I think like, that's a cop out, though. You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, it, it's I, kind of yeah. like there's nothing you can do about that one. So no, well, that's what off. I mean. When I was a, when I was a kid, and they threw Ritalin down my throat, they told my mother I had ADD, and it was it was really it was like a ch- child. Uh, um, a teacher babysitting drug at that point. It was just give it to Ray and he's yeah. not bouncing off the walls. He's sitting there yeah, nice and exactly. quiet. Exactly. I think it still well, yeah. is. Yeah, it is. But we're about ready to go yeah. to break. And I just want to let you know that phone lines are open. Dial 866 472 5792. That's 866 472 5792. If you have any questions for Dr. Tom or if you just want to share your experience, strength, and hope, let your voice be heard. Make a difference. We'll be back in a moment. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. What does health look like in an ailing world? How do we tend what needs our care? Join Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio hosts each week as we explore pathways to health for self, society, and the planet. We are home to a range of voices as there is no single roadmap for meeting the challenges of our times. Tune in Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern Time to expand your perspective, deepen your attention, and cultivate practices that support personal, communal, and global health on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel. We got the power to change the world. 
your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you find yourself caring for people in multiple generations? Are you exhausted, stressed, and overwhelmed? Instead of spending hours searching for resources and information, Dr. Merrill and her guests will provide you with practical, everyday information and solutions to help make your life easier. Tune in to Caught Between Generations, Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, welcome back to Miracles in Recovery. We're in our last segment of the hour, which stinks because that means that uh, we only have about 15 more minutes left. But I do want to... Uh, give a shout out to some of the people who were listening to us last week, even when we were off the air. Well, Ireland, Japan, Germany, Australia, just to name four. Um, we usually have anywhere from 27 to 36 countries listening to us live. So if you're out there and you're listening, drop me a line at ray at miraclesandrecovery.org. Ray at miraclesandrecovery.org. If you're out there, Sweden, drop me a line. <laughs> Say hi, tell me you are listening, and I will mention you on the show. So, Dr. Tom, Rora, we uh, want to talk real quick about your book, Thriving Beyond Addiction, a complete user-friendly guide. Um, can you share where they can find it first, and then uh, share about what it is and how it breaks down? Sure. They can find it on Amazon. And it... Uh it was actually started several decades ago because I got, frankly, a little bored with telling new clients the same thing. And I thought, if I just write a few pages and just kind of say, well, you need to get a support group, you need to detox, you need to do, and then that just, there's always one more thing to add to it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I became so big. <laughs> uh, the goal is this written for somebody as an as a alumni of the, of the program I work at, one of the programs I work at. Um, said, looked at and said, I don't read, but I could pick this book up. And that was the idea. Larger mm-hmm. print, illustrations, hopefully lightening it up a bit, even though there's a lot of really uh, significant information. Um, so that that's why the user-friendly added to the, the name, is that I want to, somebody, even in early recovery, could pick it up. And um, I don't assume you know anything. So... Things are really oh, okay. So it's these, so it's like a soup to nuts type thing. It's like right from it's from the beginning of high welcome right. to bringing them to a right. little bit of an enlightenment about addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on almost yeah, every so page you got you got like what I would call a text box that has you know the 
mm-hmm. a really important point of information. I so like, that if you don't feel like reading, or you know, I, I know a lot of a lot of addicts are ADHD and just really don't you know don't want to concentrate sure. on it that hard. That you know, the, it'll sure. pop out at you. So I thought that was cool. <laughs> it, it's not hard to look <laughs> at. I'm going to say something sophomoric, and I'm going to let everybody out there know that uh, the book has some pictures in it too. So if you don't want to, if you don't want to read it the does. words, you can always just look at the I pictures. Like pictures. Yeah. I'm not a, <laughs> yeah. I had a I'm picked, I picked up a friend's book he just got on nutrition. I'm looking at this just like nine pica type and not just one page after another. I looked at that and thought, I'd have to oh, really want to know this to read this yeah. book. Oh yeah, so that's very true. Off totally. Yeah, no, this this book, like, like, I'm not a I'm not a reader either, but just to skim through the pages and look at it, it definitely welcomes me to like right at the beginning and there's uh, uh, congratulations and there's balloons. Okay, first things first. Okay, here I go. I'm ready to dig in. You know, and there's all a bunch of different little symbols and well, and, and you like can Ellen skip around that, too. Yeah. You don't have to yep. like start at the beginning yeah, and go all the way through. Like, you can find what you're interested in and focus on that. Yeah, so I, I read the last good. page and I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I found out who killed Jr. <laughs> well, hopefully, the, like a lot like of traditional that. stuff. You know, brief introduction to twelve step and that sort of thing, but also. Some fairly cutting edge kinds of things. A lot of I use a lot of, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of things with reminders. And would that be a, a one day at a time chip, or a birthday chip, or a red light, or a crucifix, which mean just means spirituality. Whatever it is, a clock. What does a clock tell you? It tells you what time it is. It tells you if this is the present time. Mm-hmm. But it get remind you to stay stay in the present time. Right. All kinds of things we can use. What happens when you flush your toilet? All the waste and negative stuff goes down mm-hmm. out, and the clean, positive stuff comes in. True. Oh, that's true. That's I never thought about it that way, but yeah. that's very true. Right? Now, explain, explain, the, explain the cover here, Doc. Explain the cover huh? real quick. You're standing on a well, bridge, and there's people behind you. It was a comp- composite. The concept is actually it came to me in a dream. And um, it's, you, know, the, you cross the bridge. You make the decision and hopefully welcomed by, by me, in this case, uh, to mm-hmm. make the decision to cross over the bridge, take that step to go from the wasteland of addiction to the fruits of, and the, uh, the apple tree is supposed to be the tree of, tree of life. That was the original okay. concept. And you walk up the path with all the other people having fun and, you know, growing and moving towards the sunshine and, the, you know, the growing and the, all the rest of it, which is what recovery really is. It's, uh, mm. it's such, people, are, my experience is, and for me and a lot of people I know, including my wife, and that is that, you know, when you really buy recovery, it is not about struggling. It is about nothing but literally, as they say, joyous, happy, and free. Mm-hmm. But That's true. Life. The people that are truly in recovery, I, I feel that from yeah. them. Absolutely. So explain, on the back of the book I'm looking, and it, you have a couple of words mm-hmm. that are highlighted, thriving beyond addiction, uh, thriving beyond addiction, and then you have recovering intelligence. What is recovering mm-hmm. intelligence? Well, and I explain in deep, uh, more detail in the book, it's a series of different types of intelligences, just like people think we have, we're in, you're intelligent, meaning you have gray matter, real memory, intelligent, and if they... You say, well, no, I'm not intelligent, and the fact is, they mean that they don't, they don't um, um, read and suck up information and regurgitate it back on a written test. 
definitely one kind of intelligence. So recovery mm-hmm. intelligence includes things like spiritual intelligence, social intelligence, interpersonal intelligence, um, um, knowing how to, the intelligence of knowing how to open up and, and connect with yourself. Right? The, st- the stuff well, you can't put on paper, basically. Yeah, that's the, they, they, you know? You know, they, they find that the people that can do that, have that kind of intelligence, this is in terms of career. If you have enough intelligence to do the job that you want to do, like become a lawyer or, mm-hmm. or you know, automotive mechanic or whatever, then after that, it literally makes no difference in the amount of success you have in your career. What makes a difference is, is social intelligence. Uh, true. I, that Pretty is much so true. So. I was yep. going to say, you can learn all of that stuff, Yeah. but it's yep. dealing with people. That's where yep. we all get into trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a lot of people yep. out there that you, you know, they're they're so book smart. Like take, and I don't want to pick on a certain class or a certain um, person, but like a doctor. A doctor has a mindset, you know, a medical doctor who's working on yep. you has a because I said so type attitude because this is the way I learned it and this is the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> well, doc, it's not necessarily always that way. So I, I, I get, I get the, uh, the, the, you know, the, the social intelligence, yeah. Well, it's interesting because um, David Grant, who developed the brain spotting, um, he did, he had a mindset, the same thing that 3M Company had when the chemist who got the wrong kind of, came up with the wrong kind of glue and came up with Post-its, very successful, they had things like scotch tape in their mm-hmm. very successful company, and the number one product was a mistake. David was doing the MDR, and this person was tracking, I, I'm not sure what David was using, but tracking his hand or whatever, and they, the person stopped, and it was obviously processing, you could see that in their facial expressions, and David thought, huh, I wonder, maybe I should just stay here and see what happens, and said, no, 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 you got to keep going, we're doing this tracking here, and that's how brain spotting started. Wow. It was, so it was, Klein, so it was almost it like, yeah, so it was the same story, yeah. You, you right. discover something by keeping an open mind. In my opinion, is even is as good as, if not better, than the MDR. Yeah. Huh. When you don't get what you thought you were supposed to get, take a step back and ask yourself, what's what's going on? What did right. I not get what I thought I was going to get? What's good? Right. About? It doesn't mean that it's not. It didn't work. It just means that you didn't no, get what you different. thought. There might something else have come of it. Yep. And it actually could be much better than you. What you were going to get in the first place, what you, what you were planning on getting, is it's just different. Well, thriving beyond addiction, a complete user-friendly guide uh, by Dr. Tom Rora. That's R O H R E R. I'm probably destroying his name with my Boston accent, but it's it's Tom Rora. Uh, thriving beyond addiction, a p- complete user-friendly guide. You can find it on Amazon. Do yourself a favor, buy this book. Steal this book. It doesn't say steal me on the cover. It just says buy this book. But oh, if you steal it, you, you can, can go, go to a, you can go to a step meeting and turn on, <laughs> turn yourself in later. You can. Go to, it's, I'm not sure it's quite up yet, actually. But if it isn't, it's going to be really soon. You can go to thrivingbeyondaddiction.com and oh, buy okay. a PDF for ten bucks, nine ninety five. Oh, nice. Oh, so it's good. so it's in PDF form. It's not necessarily in yeah. print yet. And it's a and it's a uh, what do you call it? I'm not that savvy, but we can go back and forth. It has links in it. Oh, so it's, um, it's like Kindle friendly or whatever? Chapter one to back and forth across the book. 
Oh, that's good. Okay. Well, we have about four minutes left this evening, Doc. Is there something that we didn't touch on that you would like to real quick? Well, one of the things, yeah, I'd like to uh, mention is the, how important that um, um, nutrition is. Um, yes. And there, I, I, I have seen cases where, uh, oh, a quick side story in the same topic. Most people don't know, well, I don't know that Bill Dudley was a massively depressed guy. Mm-hmm. And um, in 1962, he was prescribed niacin, vitamin B3, and within a couple of months, his depression was gone. He became a very big advocate of nutrition, Um, Hmm. and um, A, people weren't going to have him affect that, so it never worked out for him, but he tried to start nutritional companies and whatever. Um, And another little side bit, there are a number of wonderful products out there, one I often recommend to people. The name of the company is Pacific Pacific Biologic, and they sell a couple of products. Limbic Balance, you can go online and you'll see it, oh, the B, Limbic Balance, and uh, Grounded, and there's some wonderful products. They don't retail, but you can go online and find them, but you can go to Pacific, Pacific, uh, I have to say. Yeah, you said it before. Um, Again, but no, ultimately yeah. what I'll do is I'll make sure that we get with him after the show and we'll get all the information and we'll put it out there so that you can research it and do what you need to do. But Thriving Beyond Addiction, a complete user-friendly guide by Dr. Tom Rohrer. Get this book. I mean, I guess I got one of the, a nice hard copy that hasn't even been made yet. So um, I consider myself lucky. We do have only two minutes left, so what I would like to do, I would like to let everybody know that if you or your organization would like to be a featured guest on the show, like Dr. Rohrer's, please send an email to ray at miraclesandrecovery.org. We will send you an information packet on how to schedule a time for you to be on the show for the full hour so we can discuss what you have to bring to the recovery community. Doctor, it was great talking to you, and from what you said before the show, I guess we need to reach out to your wife to have her come on and share her journey in the recovery community as well. Oh, and just so that everybody knows, I did find the name of the company. It's Pacific Biologic. There you go. Pacific Biologics. Yes. Those big words. (laughs) Wonderful products. But you have to go online and buy them. They don't sell them individually. They sell them to therapists and doctors and things. They only wholesale. But the products you can get online, and they're wonderful. But Great. Right. eat good nutrition. I, I want to get a second. I want to give you one final quote. Joe McHugh had a quote and said, if I hadn't been an alcoholic, I probably wouldn't amounted to nothing. <laughs> I think that's true. That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. And with that, I think what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to say good night to our audience. Okay. And thank you very much, Doc, for coming on. And please stay on after right. the show goes off the air. Ellen, do you have anything you want to say? Just thank you, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it, and come back next week. And as usual, with Miracles in Recovery, hope is in in your your corner. corner. Have a good night, everyone. Stay blessed. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.